You're listening to Detroit Today on 1019 WDET. I'm Stephen Henderson, and as always, thanks for tuning in. This week, the group leading the political charge for LGBT rights in the state, Equality Michigan, elected a new chairman of its board. That man is Jim Murray. He's the president of AT&T Michigan. Jim is also a Republican, and he pushed members of his party in the state capitol to consider expanding rights for gay people here in Michigan. It's an interesting time to fight for LGBT rights and to be a Republican led by an administration that is uh, taking form under Donald Trump. Here to talk about all of that is Jim Murray. Jim, welcome to Detroit Today. Thanks for having me here. Absolutely. So uh, I think a lot of people would look at this and say, well, how does that work? (laughs) How can you uh, be uh, the chair of Equality Michigan and also a Republican. Well, they're not. Uh, they're not usually exclusive. <laughs> right. I mean, they, you can be both. Um, right. You know, there was a time when uh, uh, I started back in in this business. Uh, yeah, I'm president of AT and T, but I've also uh, I spent about 15 years in the Capitol uh-huh. working for yes. the Republicans. Right. In fact, the Speaker of the House um, back when, and uh, <laughs> there were uh, at that time uh, a dozen, maybe 15 or so. Planned Parenthood endorsed Republicans. I mean, we've had sure we've had our moderate wing yeah. uh, in the past, and uh, it's not the case now. Yeah, of, I of mean course. that that the, wing seems to be on the ropes uh, or quiet. Somewhat, I mean, or, yeah, I, yeah, on the ropes is probably a good way to put it. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean the um, the resurgence of the Tea Party, uh, you know, in 2010, and uh-huh. um, has. They they kind of wiped out the the moderates for a while, but that doesn't mean that they're they're not around and um, they're they're all around. They they want um, the, the the Republicans that are out there that are that are uh, on the moderate side like me. They mm-hmm. um you know we like the fiscal policy. You know we, we're we're for those those kinds of programs, but you know there's there's a little bit of a libertarian going through us where you know we don't care what you do behind closed doors sure. as long as it doesn't affect anyone else. Sure. And and uh, talk about this fight here in Michigan, uh, which we've had for a long time, a, a long going argument about right. uh, the scope of protections for uh, LGBT citizens. Uh, it does seem like we've made some progress, uh, but it also seems that because of the dynamic you're talking about, the, the, the rightward shift, of the Republican Party, that's been a tougher fight than it than it should have been. Yeah, you know, um, there 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 are a lot more forward thinking Republicans out there than than you might think, and it's really hard to win some of these um, primaries um, when you support some of the social issues that 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 they might they might support even sure. secretly. Um, uh, so. How do we do it? I mean, I think what is happening, and we've seen this really big shift even in the last 10 years. You know, when I was in the legislature in uh, 2004 or five, I can't remember what year it was, when the ma- the, uh, the marriage proposal was being yes. put on the ballot. Uh-huh. Even Democrats were in support of that. Sure. Um, because they were, a lot of times it was because they were fearful Jennifer that- Jennifer Granholm uh, was in support right, of that. Right, that, you know, that was, there would be a voter va- backlash if they didn't support That's correct. It. But, you know, fast forward- 10 years now, um, there isn't a Democrat that would think about doing that. Right. And um, there are Republicans that wouldn't think about doing that. And I think it's just because there's been a, there's been a shift socially in America on that. 
and they know more gay people now. I, I think you think that's uh, I think that, that a lot I think that has a lot to do with it. You know, they realize that oh my oh my gosh, my cousin's gay, and he's still the same cousin that I that I've known for thirty <laughs> for my years, whole life, except right? he has a boyfriend. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, and they uh, uh, once that, and they just kind of realize that it's not that big a deal. Yeah. It just isn't. It's um, yeah. so 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 now we've got. Uh, uh, you know, the, the, the Supreme Court decision uh, last year in Washington uh, legalized gay marriage pretty much. I, I would argue that it's it's the end of that debate. I mean, I, I don't I think, think so it's going to be possible for states to try to uh, to try to go back uh, to, to a previous time there. But there are still a lot of protections uh, that LGBT citizens uh, don't enjoy, uh, not just here in Michigan, but but nationally. Uh, we haven't talked a whole lot on this show, at least, about where the next sort of fight is. What's the what's the next milestone uh, that that you're sort of trying to point toward to say, okay, here's the next thing we need. Well, we really need to pass uh, the protections in the Elliott Larson Civil Rights Act, and and that's going to be LGBT a mo- protections mm-hmm. to that, and a fully inclusive bill, and and that is going to that's going to take. Some time. Yeah. Well, and the argument there is about uh, the inclusion, right? Mm-hmm. It's about how far do you do you reach? Uh, I, I think the governor, in fact, was in favor of uh, adding uh, protections to Elliot Larson, but he stopped short of where everybody else wanted to go. Is that right? Yeah. I mean, we had um, – because I was doing that. It was back a couple years ago. We, we had a good broad-based coalition on that. We had the Republican leadership that was willing – to take it up in lame duck, and um, you know, as and then as we got towards some of the details, um, you know, there were some changes that they needed to have made, and uh, they they wanted to do things in a different way to make still make it fully inclusive, but maybe not use um, specific buzzwords yeah. that um, that that frightened, for lack of a better word, some of some of the legislators and. Um, you know, then you had the other side of the coin, the the left wing that insisted on using certain words. Yeah. And even though you probably could have gotten there um, one way, uh, if you didn't do it the specific way, and then it just fell apart. We we only had a few weeks in lame duck, and it was, uh, um, you know, it was going to be tight as it was. And if we couldn't get the left on board, and you couldn't get the Republican leadership on board, and on the same thing. In a couple of weeks, we just didn't have time to do it. Yeah, and then we had the unfortunate uh, problem of uh, the sponsor of the bill got beat in a primary. <laughs> right, right. So that kind so of now sucked. you're done with that, right? <laughs> uh, but but uh, the prospects going forward to to, to sort of revive that debate, uh, uh, it's going to be difficult. It, it, it's going to be difficult. Yeah. Um, you know, we don't have the same leadership and control as we did. That's and, a that's another thing. You know, I mean, you're somebody who's been around the legislature a long time, remembers uh, when, you know, it took you 10 years in the House to become Speaker. Yeah. Now it takes two, two. <laughs> uh, which is, you know, I mean, that's a function of term limits. I'm not blaming uh, the people who end up in those positions, but they're not the kind of sophisticated lawmakers mm-hmm. uh, that you had before because they, they haven't had the time to develop. I'm optimistic. I mean, we're not going to get revolution, but we're going to get change. And I think um, it's good, it's going to take time. We're going to have to – that's why I wanted to um, chair Quality Michigan this year. Yeah. I want to build an organization and get the table set for when we do have an opportunity to do something at the state level, we're ready. Yeah. And um, that hasn't been the case in the past with, with Equality. You know, they've been um, – you know, kind of 
here and there. So we're, we want to get some focus yeah. and um, you know raise some money. Well, exercise and, the leverage that that, that you and, have. Well, we need to build the leverage because I think we need to uh, increase our stature, increase our you know our financial position, yeah. and um, make ourselves very active at the capital and. Um, uh, then, you know, when we see that opportunity, and there will be one, there's always a deal to be made somewhere <laughs> or somebody needs some votes. And, you know, you, you know, maybe, maybe there's a, a there's a time when um, the Republicans are running something and they need six votes. And maybe the Dems can say, well, OK, here's your six votes, but we need this. But we want this. You just don't know. Maybe that will never, Maybe that's a ridiculous. But you got to be ready to go. You got to be ready to go. And you got to be watching the opportunities opportunity and you have, to, you have sure. to be involved. Uh, you know, I, I'm curious about your uh your take on the Trump administration uh, and Donald Trump himself. He's been all over the map on this issue throughout his uh, professional life. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, there have been times when he's been quite uh, pro-LGBT. Uh, now he seems more in a mode of, of uh, you know, a lockstep with conservative Republicans on it. What do you think we'll see at the federal level over the next uh, four years? Well, we'll see what he does. I. You know, business in this country are the ones that have led the way on uh, gay rights. Um, so I'm a little optimistic in yeah. that. I mean, it hasn't been the state legislatures. It hasn't been the Congress. That's interesting it's that it's kind of been the courts, the but it's sector. because it's been the private sector. AT&T in 1975 first recognized that. We yeah. did domestic partner benefits in their late 90s. We were one of the first companies to do that. And, it, you know, we didn't need a, a law to tell us to do what was right. And um, so, you know, I and I, I can't think of a Fortune 500 company that wouldn't have some kind of protections in their HR policies. But um, so I got to I got to hang on to this little sliver of hope that Donald Trump being a businessman recognized the fact that you have to have the best talent to make money. Right. And maybe that best talent that you're looking for happens to be gay <laughs> right. and it shouldn't matter. And. Yeah. You know, we're should be more focused we're, on the we're Michigan should should you know well, so we're worried about well Trump there, but you know we don't want the best leaving uh, MSU or U of M to want to go work someplace else because they don't have protections here in the state. Um, and so with Trump, I'm just I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. Hopefully, those something. business instincts. I, I got to believe that that's got to be there somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, Jim Murray, president of AT and T Michigan, newly elected chair of Equality Michigan. Uh, thanks very much for being here. Thank you. On Detroit Today. All right. That's going to do it for us today. I will be back tomorrow. I hope you will, too. Uh, Detroit Today is produced by Laura Weber Davis and Jake Neer. Our program director is Joan Isabella. The technical director and engineer is Matthew Trevethan. And our associate producers are Addie and Aaron. Detroit Today's wonderful theme song was composed by WDET's Sam Bobian. Tomorrow on the program, uh, I'll welcome Phil Pavlo, Republican state senator, in to talk about the week's news, and we will talk about uh, the new episode of our podcast, Created Equal. This is 1019 WDET Detroit, Wayne State's public radio station. See you tomorrow.